From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Welcome to Just As Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host. And if you're not familiar with the show or you're new to the show, well, I'm the author of many books. The most recent is called Emotional Detox Now. And the intention of the show, Just As Spirit, is many things. Um, one, to connect spirituality and mental health, because I believe there is a, a huge connection between that. And this is the way I look at it, folks. You know, as a human being, we have, we all have strengths and we all have areas for growth, right? We can all agree with that. And as spiritual beings that we are, we also have strengths and areas for growth. So on this show, we hope to help you develop spiritually right? And tap into those strengths and need education. We need awareness. We need um, inspiration to, in order to do that. So today I know that you're going to get so much from Mark. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you so much, Sherry. And it's an honor to be here. (laughs) Well, um, you're, you're so welcome. Did my mic just go out, Mark, at the end there? It, it did it, a little bit ago, but you're coming okay. through loud and clear now. So okay, okay. It's so, amazing we live in this this <laughs> age. I mean, the fact I you know, remember when doing a talk show, you had to either be in the radio studio or the TV studio, and yes. now we can be. Uh, I mean, I've been interviewed by people from Australia and Singapore and the UK with Zoom and. And telephone. So the fact that uh, we may get a microphone to go out now and again, yeah. well, hey, I mean, we're talking to each other through a whole network of satellites. So well, there's <laughs> got to be something going on up there. Uh, absolutely. So uh, so stick with us if it if it does that again, the audience. But I don't think it. I don't think it will. But let me let me give you a proper introduction, okay, Mark. So Mark Anthony, everyone, is also known as the Psychic Explorer. Mark Anthony, JD Psychic Explorer, is a fourth-generation psychic medium who communicates with spirits. He's an Oxford-educated attorney licensed to practice law in Florida, Washington, D.C., and before the United States Supreme Court. This Psychic Explorer travels to mystical locations in remote corners of the world to examine ancient mysteries and supernatural phenomena. And Mark Anthony has appeared everywhere, pretty much, including CBS TV, The Doctor, Gaia. Um, He's the co-host of a live stream show that you might want to check out. It's called The Psychic and the Doc on the Transformation Network. Today, we're going to be talking, Mark, about your latest book, which is called The Afterlife Frequency and the Scientific Proof of Spiritual Contact and How That Awareness Will Change Your Life. Yes. So I'm super excited. I I know that you continue to, to travel around the world. And um, you mentioned that you were just in Arizona, right? 
I was. I was the keynote speaker at the Helping Parents Heal 2022 conference. And Helping Parents Heal is an amazing organization dedicated to helping parents who've lost uh, a child, which is the most crushing loss of all. And its approach is that you can recover. It, that doesn't mean you're going to be all better. And what Helping Parents Heal does is it incorporates spirituality and spirit communication. So I was one of several mediums that was there, and I had the honor of giving a keynote presentation where I explained the scientific basis for the existence of an afterlife as well as spirit communication. So that was um, that, that was one of the great honors of my life. So for all you shining light parents, um, mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I can't imagine how, how moving that was, how emotional that was. I'm sure you're still coming down from that digesting and um, getting adjusted. I mean, that, that changes your life forever, right? Mark going, being a keynote speaker for something like that. How are you ever the same after that, that <laughs> well, I, I give a lot of talks. In fact, in, in, um, over Labor Day, I'll be the keynote speaker at the International Association for Near Death Studies. And then in October, I'm giving a presentation in Virginia beach at the Edgar Casey. Association for Research and Enlightenment, the Ancient Mysteries Conference. So uh, this Ooh. is what I do. But but That's the right. Helping Parents Heal is in a class all by itself because everybody there, there was 900 parents there who'd lost children. And they they use the term shining light parents. And think about it, Shariana. We have a term for a, like a widower, a widow, an orphan. But nobody has a term for a parent who loses a child. And mm. so um, helping parents heal develop shining light parent because their children are shining in the light. And, and uh, I think that's just a, a very beautiful, beautiful term. But yes, it, it was a, uh, a very profound experience. Mm. So those of us who were not at the keynote, you, you are, I have heard you speak before in terms of the science. And I was just saying, you know, we all have our strengths. I do believe that is one of your strengths, Mark, in terms of describing something that is so abstract and helping people to understand, you know, what, and, and helping those who are a little skeptical, right. <laughs> to, to understand as well. So could we begin there could you tell us a little bit about the science? Well, um, I certainly would like to refer <laughs> to my book, The Afterlife Frequency, and the subtitle is The Scientific Proof of Spiritual Contact and How That Awareness Will Change Your Life. But I'll, I'll give you a highlight uh, from the book. Through years of research, it the different forms of spiritual contact, Shariana, whether it's a visitation, let's say you have a dream where a deceased loved one comes and speaks to you. And if it's different than a regular dream, it feels real. And you come out of it thinking, wow, I really did have that discussion. Now, why is that? People have a deathbed vision. And this is being very heavily documented now around the world, certainly uh, since the, the, um, the uh, found, uh, founding of hospice organizations, that somebody who is terminally ill who is in the period of transitioning, he or she will start talking about their loved ones in spirit. 
Now, it goes from being a deathbed vision to a shared death experience when people in close proximity to the person dying, but who are not themselves in imminent threat of dying, will also see these spirits and pick up on these things. Then, of course, there's mediumship, where somebody like me will facilitate communication between people in our world and the other side. And then there um, are what's known as near-death experiences. And traditionally, Shariana, all these different forms of spirit communication, near-death experience, shared-death experience, deathbed vision, out-of-body experience, visitations, um, mediumship, uh, which I call interdimensional communication, all these different forms of interdimensional communication have traditionally been treated in uh, separately. After years of research, I found that there is a commonality between all of them. And it has to do with electromagnetic energy. We know from faith that all the great belief systems teach that the who and what we are, the consciousness, the soul, the spirit, pre-exists the body, comes into the body, moves on after the body dies. We know from the second law of thermodynamics, excuse me, the first law of thermodynamics and physics. Energy is neither created nor destroyed, only transferred from one form to another. We know from the field of neuroscience, which is the study of the human brain, that the brain has an electrical field. And the official position, Shariana, of neuroscience is that consciousness, the who and what we are, is the result of chemical reactions and electronic impulses within the brain. But neuroscientists are completely at a loss to explain this. Yeah. So now in the 21st century, quantum physicists have jumped on board, and the belief in many circles is that eternal life does not violate the laws of physics. I developed the term the electromagnetic soul to describe what we really are, which is pure consciousness, a soul, which is eternal electromagnetic energy. And scientists um, like Dr. Gary Schwartz and other scientists in the field of survival of consciousness and afterlife research have adopted the term. As what an honor it was, um, especially when I saw Dr. Gary Schwartz present at Helping Parents Heal. And he said, I'm using Mark Anthony's term electromagnetic soul in his work because his theory is supported by, by our research. And Dr. Schwartz came up with a very... Um, beautiful way to think of the soul, S-O-U-L, source of universal love. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And and it's just. Oh, I love that. We have to pause. We have to honor that. Isn't that great? Uh, Soul. Did everyone hear that? Source of universal love. So the electromagnetic soul that's the scientific basis for the source of universal love. Bravo. Bravo. And, and you're absolutely right. I've read that as well, Mark, in terms of the neuroscience community, really not able to wrap their hands around this, right? Um, because it's way more, We it, it's, it's like we try to define something that's undefinable, <laughs> right? Because energy is energy, right? And in the universe, there are no boundaries and there are no, you know, it's limitless. So it's challenging because we try to 
can find it, but it, it's really difficult. So it's so wonderful that you're really in tune. And I love the way I do think that sometimes we do have to redefine these terms to be able to expand in that way. I love the way you created that, the electromagnetic soul. Exactly. Um, and we can call it the EMS for short, <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> but well, because uh, once you start working, as you well know, in, in specialized fields, we all have our acronyms, you know, um, yes, yes. I remember like, uh, they don't teach us this in law school, but when you are, are an attorney and you're in court, particularly if you're in the criminal justice field and you're in court all the time, you develop a shorthand. And I was with a group of attorneys one time and they're from all over the country. And we were talking about this and somebody wrote this on a piece of paper. They put a triangle, a triangle, and then the capital letters FTA, and then a space, and then capital letters BW, then a space NB. And she said, who can read this? And everyone realized, defendant, failed to appear, bench warrant. <laughs> and we're all laughing because nobody taught us to do this. You just have to do that. So, And it's the same thing in the, the field of afterlife research. So we refer to the electromagnetic soul as the EMS. We refer to near-death experiences as NDEs, shared death experience as a um, SDE, deathbed visions as a DBV, um, you know, and, and so on and so forth. But, well, for centuries, you know, people have thought that spirit communication is this woo-woo thing and it isn't explainable. The truth is everything is explainable whether or not we have the technology developed yet or not. And my father, who was a, a Navy SEAL and a NASA engineer, I remember when I was eight years old, uh, you know, I loved my dad so much. And he was, because he worked, I mean, I loved him because he was my dad, but he was my hero too, because he worked with astronauts. And it's like, ah, oh, I, boy, we were looking, yeah, we were looking at the stars one night and we got on the topic of forever because I was one of these kids that was always why, why, why? I always wanted to know. And he said to me, he said, Mark, there's no such thing as a mystery, but there are questions for which we do not yet have the answers. But if enough research, enough funding, enough dedication goes into anything, you will come up with an explanation. And it will be based on science. And throughout my life, I've taken that and applied that to spirituality. So there is a scientific basis for the afterlife. There's a scientific basis for these different forms of spirit communication, because everything ultimately is explainable through science. That's fascinating. And I, and I know you have this long lineage of coming from and psychic mediums, right? I mean, this isn't in your family. It's so fascinating that you became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, both my mother and father had these abilities. Like I said, my dad was a Navy SEAL, a NASA engineer. Mom was a uh, fashion illustrator, a, um, an, a commercial artist. Um, you know, so it's not like they're running around with Ouija boards and turbans flinging granola, <laughs> uh, you know, doing tarot cards. I mean, they they had these abilities and I've tracked it back four generations on both sides of my family and both sides of the family treated it very differently. My father's family 
they came from Pennsylvania and they were very conservative, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. You know, they were Baptists. My great-great-grandfather was a Baptist minister. But the thing is, my dad had four siblings, three sisters and a brother. And one of his sisters, Marjorie, was a medium like he was. And their mother, Isabel, was a medium. And his maternal grandmother, Grace, was a medium. And I remember my dad saying when he was about 13, he said that, my mom and my sister Marjorie always had the ladies over on Thursdays to <laughs> have tea. Well, one day he, you know, he was working because uh, they, they had a farm and he came in and he was listening through the door of what they called the parlor. Um, and they weren't drinking tea and playing canasta. His sister and his mother were conducting mediumship readings for these. Really? Uh, yeah. And it was kept real quiet, but all the ladies knew. And then my mother's side of the family, my mom um, was like a medium on steroids. Uh, she really had a real beautiful ability. And her maternal grandmother, whose name was Giovanna. And Giovanna, mm. yeah, that family emigrated from Italy. Oh, yeah, and, I was going to say, very Italian. Sounds like my family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Giovanna was known in the Italian community of Little Italy in North Jersey as the woman who knows things. And when PBS did a special in 2016 called The Italian Americans is a two night special, there was an entire segment on Giovanna. And wow. they even referenced her, her psychic abilities. I mean, it was like really, really amazing to, to watch uh -huh. that. So, so this has been in my DNA. Amazing. Tell us a little bit about what happens in, in terms of, for people listening who are not sure, uh, in terms of your abilities, how does it, how does it work, Mark? What happens? is it's all about aligning frequency. All right, say, let's say our world is AM radio. The other side, the afterlife frequency is FM radio. So you have two dynamical systems, both using frequency, both based on energy. We just have a lower, slower, denser vibration because we're in corporeal, we're in material form. The other side's at ultra high frequency. So you have a bunch of electromagnetic souls that are all interconnected as part of what uh, you can call uh, cells in the body of God, or I refer to it as the collective consciousness. And during spirit communication, I attune my brainwave frequency to a receptive mode and the spirits lower their frequency and you get a frequency match. So it's okay. a lot like tuning into a radio station. Uh, think about it this way. Have you ever been maybe driving in your car on the highway and you're listening to the radio and perhaps you pass a radio station that may be along the highway and all of a sudden you get all this interference or maybe yes. you drive by an Air Force base or an airport. And you... Well, that's known as RFI, radio frequency interference. And that's the same principle is we're tuning into a higher frequency and sometimes the connection's real strong, sometimes it's a little bit more diffuse. It just depends on, on a number of circumstances. So what a spirit does is the electromagnetic soul of a spirit or group of spirits emits to me waves of frequency. That frequency goes into my brain. My brain's electrical field then interfaces with the EM frequency of the spirit, and that electromagnetic pulse gets converted into recognizable concepts based on my memories, feelings, and cultural associations. 
Gotcha. And I know that sounds like a lot, but think about it. That's exactly yeah. what everybody here is doing because yeah. Sherianne and I are talking to you and our brain is sending electromagnetic impulse to make our lungs compress air, shoot air out, our vocal cords vibrate and sound wave energy is coming out, hits your eardrum. The eardrum then vibrates. It triggers the stapes bones to hit the eighth cranial nerve which sends an EM pulse into your brain, takes that sound wave and converts it into recognizable concepts because we speak English. And so mm -hmm. people say, well, why don't spirits just tell you? Well, what if you only speak English and somebody is trying to speak to you and they only speak Hindi, you know, from India? You're going to mm -hmm. hear like gibberish until you begin to develop a rapport and begin to understand each other's language. So in a sense, spirit communication is just a more sophisticated form of communication um, from what we already naturally do. So do you feel that we're all designed for this? We all have the ability for this? To, to varying extents. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are better at this than others. In, in my lectures and in my books, um, my book's Never Letting Go, Evidence of Eternity. In my new book, The Afterlife Frequency, I explain the science of spirit communication. We have two receptor areas in our body, the pineal gland in our brain and the solar plexus, which is at the bottom of the rib cage. Yes. Um, so we all have the same basic physiology. Some people are better at it than others. I mean, think about it this way. I can teach you how to swim, but am I going to turn you into an Olympic swimmer? Yes. You know, yeah. So we're all good at doing different things. This is something I've been, I consider it a blessing. I've been blessed with, you know, but I know people that are just amazing. I mean, you know, I've, I used to play guitar, but when I'd see, you know, real, real rock and roll guitars or classical guitars, just, I mean, just own that fretboard. It's like, ah, you know, so I can sit there and <laughs> jing, yes. jing, but I'll never be like a Jimmy Page or an Eric Clapton or you know, anything like that. So I have a question for you. What do you see? How do you define spirit? You've mentioned spirit. Is it different? Do you, when you talk about those terms, spirit, soul, are, do you see them different or is it the same? I mean, it's I know a lot of the religions same. interchange them. Yes. Yeah. I never use the term spirit. I use the term collective consciousness. Okay. Think of your soul as a drop of water. Your EMS is a drop of water. It's actually a drop of electromagnetic energy, but you know, but to illustrate. And when we die, that, that drop plunges into this eternal sea of souls, the collective consciousness, your individuality, the who and what you are remains intact. But now you're interconnected with other spirits, connected with other spirits, connected to other spirits. You become part of this vast, I mean, for lack of a better term, like this cosmic internet. And so that's why when spirits will come through, they can project um, information to me, maybe about medical conditions that you or someone close to you has, they can give us information that far exceeded the scope of anything that they knew in this world. And they can also perceive what you and I call the future, which is always fascinating when stuff like that comes up. Interesting. That is fascinating. I, and I want to know more about that. I, I'd like to know more about how your, how your travels have impacted things and, and what you know. We need to take a quick break, everyone, but I promise we'll be right back to hear 
more from Mark Anthony. And again, if you're just tuning in, those of you on the radio, because we're live on the radio, um, we're also going to be running on YouTube. Those of you who want to see his book, he's holding it up on YouTube. It's called The Afterlife Frequency, The Scientific Proof of Spiritual Contact and How That Awareness Will Change Your Life. We'll be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Looking for your own personal roadmap to understanding the universe and your place in it? Learn to use astrology to understand yourself, friends, family, and current events and improve your life in the process with author and astrologer Gaul Sasan. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Learn to Read Your Astrology Chart at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, October 14th to the 16th. Learn more at eomega.org. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherriannaBoyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna, and joining me today is Mark Anthony, author of The Afterlife Frequency. So before the break, Mark, um, I mentioned your travels because, I mean, you've, you've traveled. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you've learned, I can't imagine how that's influenced everything. Can you want to speak a little bit about that and, and how it influences what you know? And I, I'm thinking of ancestral knowledge and wisdom and whatever you feel would help us to understand all of this today. Fascinating that you talk about ancestral knowledge. Um, 
so many of us feel connected to our ancestors for good reason, because we have both genetics and then we have spirituality. And, you know, every year we celebrate a holiday, Halloween, you know, <laughs> All Hallows Eve. And, you know, that started in the Dark Ages in Northern Europe. And then when the Spanish invaded and conquered Central and South America, they came into contact with ancestor worship and Dia de los Muertos. And long story short, I, in fact, um, for the magazine I write for, Best Holistic Life magazine, make sure you subscribe. So you can get a free subscription online at bestholisticlife.com. Um, every month I write an article, but the October article, I go into uh, how Halloween and then Dia de los Muertos came about. Well, I found a place where every day was Dia de los Muertos. And what that is, is the Day of the Dead. You know, we think of like it's creepy and scary and we see the images of the skulls. But there are people who believe that their ancestors are a part of their daily existence, that their relationship has transferred from one of a physical nature to one of a spiritual nature. So uh, some years back, I was in Peru. And Peru is a fascinating country. Yeah, and a lot of Americans don't seem to understand how big it is. Peru is the size of England, France, Spain, and Germany combined. So basically, a good chunk of Western Europe is, is Peru. And at one time, the Peruvians were under the rule of the Incas. And we've all heard of the Incas. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. And the Inca Empire, size-wise, was the size of the Roman Empire, when the Spanish invaded. And of course, the Spanish Catholics came in and they see there was human sacrifice and all these things. They try to suppress it. And But when I was in the Andes, I was honored to go visit this town called Oyataya Tatambo. And Oyataya Tatambo was the only place or one of the few places where the Incas defeated the Spaniards. And, you know, they like talking, you know, they're like going, oh, we beat the Spanish here. And they, they speak Spanish, but they also speak Quechua. And Quechua is the language that the Incas spoke 500 years ago. So the Quechua language is still there. And so I'm in this village and I had a guide who introduced me to this woman who was selling this corn. And the corn was awesome. The corn in Peru it's like this long and it has these gigantic kernels on it. I never saw anything like it. And they grill it. Oh, my God. It was the most delicious corn ever. And then they were talking in Quechua and they realized, you know, and my guide said, oh, you know, he, he talks to the dead. And, and so she, this woman uh, invited me into her home. So we go to her home and they lived in a building that had to be at least 500 years old because in Oyataya Tatambo, Many of the structures were built by the Incas five, six, seven centuries ago. And, you know, it's amazing because they have an irrigation and a water system. Now, I wonder how many of uh, the pipes we build now are going to be working, you know. Oh, five. right. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. yes. Well, I walk into their home and there's some kids playing on the floor and there's some grandparents and there's um, a hearth and a stove. And all of a sudden, no pun intended, I stopped dead in my tracks. Because there's two human skulls in the oh. living room, um, yes. like right there, and I realized, okay, hold on, and and uh, 
and I said, oh, okay. And, and she said, these are the skulls of our ancestors who watch over us. Interesting. And I yeah. said, is this like Dia de los Muertos? And she said, Mark, do you think spirits only visit us just one day a year? <laughs> That's funny. You know, I'm actually familiar with what you're talking about because my daughter went to Peru. She was there for a month. And she, I, she told, I saw the pictures of the skulls and a lot of what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. She, she, you know, she described it so magical, um, and experience. Yeah. Well, you know, Westerners get horrified. Well, let me not say Westerners because they're West yes. they live in the Western hemisphere. Let's say Americans, Europeans, um, they get horrified, but there's different views on death and, mm. They, they mean the Quechua people, and it's fascinating because they combine Christianity with their Quechua beliefs, and because uh, the Dia de los Muertos of Central America, which is somewhat different, but very, but uh, a lot of similarities, um, the Catholic Church reached a compromise with the Aztecs, the Mayans, and then eventually the Incas to celebrate it to coincide with the day after Halloween, which is all Saints Day, which is November 1st, and November 2nd, which is All Souls Day. So Dia de los Muertos coincides with those. And then, of course, in, you know, Mexico, the United States has yeah. turned into a big party, which yeah. is kind of yes. cool. you know, we're celebrating our, our yes. love spirit. Yeah. And uh, it, so, it is, it yeah. is fascinating. And I, I appreciate your story because I think it's important everyone listening to you know, we, we do get a little narrow and thinking that in, in one way to look at things. And I think that's where travel can be so helpful to open up your mind, to look at what other cultures believe, what, how they handle things. Um, it just, it, it changes you, right? It just, it, again, anytime you open your mind, you allow this wisdom, you know, to come in. There's just so much to to know and to learn. Let's switch gears here, Mark, because I know we don't have, um, we have just a little bit time left. I want to make sure that I'm sure the audience <laughs> wants to know a little bit for themselves, right? So I'm, I'm just going to throw an example out there because I have um, three daughters that my audience knows that I talk about them all the time. Um, one of them um, skateboards at night. I don't like it when she skates boards at night, but she does. She likes to go out at night. And she came home the other day and told me she saw a ghost. She saw the image. She said it looked like a girl. Uh, she was pretty clear. And so I, I guess I want to know a little bit about sign. Younger girl? My youngest. No, no. The the spirit that she saw. Was yes, a, it was a younger. Yes. No, okay. Um, do you know if she got a visual on like hair color and descriptions like sort of Sandy she Brown? She said she was all white. It was all white, but she could definitely make out that it was a girl. She had seen it before, but this time it's just getting very clear it's a girl. Yeah, yeah. She she's around you too. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah. Well this girl. <laughs> somebody on the grandparent level that may have like a great aunt or somebody who may have lost a child? Oh boy. Uh, yes, I do. I have an aunt. A little girl she lost? Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm zeroing in on. 
And so she's around you. Oh, let me see what she wants. Because um, I wasn't cl- too close with this on, but I, I mean, I, I adore matter. her. It doesn't know, matter. Okay. Everyone hear that? Okay. And, and yeah. I know that you don't like your daughter skateboarding at night, but one of the reasons this little girl's come through is to caution. She doesn't want your daughter skateboarding at night. She wants her only to do it during the day. Okay. Interesting. One area that your daughter goes to, it looks like a very traditional, like four-way stop. And uh-huh. I feel like the, she showed me like a yield sign is near there and there is a hazard. There's a hazard there. And okay. what is the relevance of September? Is there a birth, death, anniversary event connected to you or your daughters or someone close to you within September? Uh I'd have to really, uh, oh, September. Oh, my daughter, my daughter, my, my, one of my daughters was hit by a drunk driver last year in September, in September. Yes. That's why they're projecting this to me. Now, why do you think the spirit is referencing one of your daughters getting hit by a drunk driver? Because the spirit is also does not want your youngest daughter doing this. Uh, This is what's known as spirit intervention. And this is where a spirit is coming in who is intervening and saying, hey, this, there is danger coming, but you can avoid it. So tell daughter that she is only to be skateboarding. And when it starts getting dusk, stop. Because visibility is okay. bad. And then at night, no way at all. Hey, um, did you ever have an encounter? I, hate, I know this could sound weird with a skunk. I'll have to ask her. Well, have- what's with a skunk? All of a sudden, I'm getting an image of a skunk. I'll, I'll have to ask her. I'll have to okay. ask her. Yeah. Have you ever like had an encounter or um, anything with a skunk? No. No, okay. I mean, and, and we live in a pretty quiet neighborhood, so I don't want everybody to think, please don't call social services on me, people. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Now, my daughter's in high school, but she does. She likes to go out in the neighborhood, but I tell her all the time. It makes me nervous because people are coming home and blah, blah, blah. But you're right. I mean, there are. That is so fascinating. There, there's something with a skunk. I know that's and that's a weird creature. I mean, if it was like a puppy, I mean, everyone's had a puppy and uh-huh. this could be a logo. It could be something else, or it may have some type of metaphorical significance. Okay. But, um, I'm actually smelling that that scent that skunks will emit. Well, that's, uh, you know, why do skunks emit that? It's when they're in danger. Right, so, right. Scoring a dangerous condition. Now, what's fascinating mm-hmm. about this message from, from this relative, this little girl who passed, is that this is projecting a future event that does not have to come to pass. Gotcha. I'm so glad I asked, you know, I almost didn't because I thought to myself, well, this is for the audience. But I thought it was a great example. And I was just guided to ask. I'm so glad I did. And that's another reason why we have to listen to that feeling in your body, right? Your gut ask the question, right, folks, right? That's well, you're, yeah. you're also asking about like, how can we, you know, people yes. feelings. And when you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, when you think of something, yeah. um, parents, I think parents have a very developed sense of that. When yes. you um, see the raft technique that I teach, how much, how much time do we have? Uh, could just go, I'll watch it. Go ahead. We oh, can, okay. 
Yeah, go ahead. The raft technique, I was trying to develop that. I was writing my book, The Afterlife Frequency, and I was working on how do I teach people who are not mediums how they can have an experience. And I hit the dreaded writer's block. So I decided to go for a walk on the beach because I live near the ocean. And as I'm going down my driveway, cold chills and tingles are going through me. Now, I know this is electromagnetic activity. So, all right, something's up. And I get directed in the opposite direction to this bike path. So I figure, all right, I'll tell Ken, so I'll walk on the bike path. Uh, that way I don't have to you know, clean the sand off my shoes when I get back. So I'm walking. It's about midday. And I see these objects shining in the light. So I walk up to them, and it's a nickel and a penny. And I hear my parents, I hear my mother's voice and spirit say, you know, her, her spirit say, um, if it's heads down, it's bad luck. And I'm laughing because that's an Italian superstition. And then I hear my dad say, it's money, grab it. So now I'm laughing and I'm holding this nickel and this penny, go, ah, six cents. And I go, six, six cents. So oh. now I, something was up, cold chills and tingles. Now see, a lot of people think spirit communication is scary because of the cold chills and tingles. That's electromagnetic activity. That's how I get it. I get tingly all or I get itchy. I start itching. and That's an yeah. electromagnetic soul touching your central nervous system, and it evokes the same physiological response as flight or fight. And that's why a lot of people immediately misinterpret that. So when you get those cold chills and tingles, and then I go, okay, mom and dad, what are you telling me to do? And then I see an image in my mind's eye of my dad standing in the ocean holding this blue canvas raft. And I'm raft. And I hear my parents (laughs) say in unison, Mark, teach people to recognize signs from spirits. Accept the contact is real. Feel it without overthinking and trust the message. And I also go, R-A-F-T, raft. And I go, raft. And I run back and the words just flew out of me. And then I realized this applies not just to circumstances like that, but interpreting a visitation in a dream. If you have a deathbed vision, a near-death experience, any type of spiritual contact. So yeah. they walked me through it. So and, well, I, hold on. Let's take our quick commercial break because we have to go to commercial break, everyone. Um, but let's let's come back in. And I really want to know that raft for everybody. And again, this is going to be about signs. Of spirit, right, Mark? Right. Science from okay. spirit. Science from spirit is next, everyone. So make sure you come back. I'm speaking with Mark Anthony, the afterlife frequency. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga breath work. And of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. (laughs) So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherryannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherryanna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherry Anna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherry Anna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherry Anna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Looking for your own personal roadmap to understanding the universe and your place in it? Learn to use astrology to understand yourself, friends, family, and current events and improve your life in the process with author and astrologer Gaul Sasan. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Learn to Read Your Astrology Chart at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, October 14th to the 16th. Learn more at eomega.org. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Okay, we're speaking with Mark Anthony, and you're going to talk about raft, and those are the signs of spirit. And what happened before we went to break the spirits of my parents walked me through raft. They, they guided me in a different direction. And then when I saw the two coins, this, you know, the nickel and the penny, the sixth sense, which turned into sixth sense. Okay. I recognized the sign from the spirits. I accepted it as real. I felt it without overthinking it. It's the third step feeling without overthinking. That's where people Oh, it's just a coincidence. That's my imagination. This can't be real. This is a bunch of woohoo. I don't believe in that. Boom. Then you've lost it. Right. Right. Feel first, think later, and then trust the message. And when it comes to trusting messages from spirits, messages from spirits, from the divine, from God, are always about healing, love, resolution, protection. They're never about anger, bigotry, hatred, or violence. And that's the difference because you get all these crazies that go around the bomb vest, blowing people up in the name of their perception of. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All riots and things. And I love that. I want, I'd like you to let's just make sure that really lands. So messages from spirit, everyone you hear from Mark. This is, you know, uh, healing, love, protection and resolution. 
Exactly. And so the raft technique, since I, I put the uh, released the book and began talking about it, I've had so much positive feedback from thousands of people about how once you start working with raft and, you know, you got to get past that third step, the overthinking, once that starts happening, then raft will start becoming second nature. Then to answer one of your earlier questions, Sherry, Anna, can anyone do this? Well, this is the key to how anyone can do this. Maybe you're not going to end up being a medium like me, but that's okay. But if you learn to start developing your sixth sense, you know, there's nothing supernatural or paranormal. It's a normal part of nature. And, you know, talk to any first responder or military personnel, and every one of them is going to tell you to trust your feelings. Yes. And that's what raft helps you do. And that's, that's, it's so important because, you know, all my work as an emotional D with emotional detox is, has been around that mark because really getting people to learn how to feel their feelings <laughs> because I, I feel, you know, just like it was, I felt something, you know, and you feel something and then you, you trust it, like you said, and it keeps you safe. Yeah. Right. It, it, it keeps you safe. I mean, really, they should be teaching raft in schools. <laughs> so many. I, I know we get worried. We're going to we're going to offend somebody or we're going to step into someone's religious beliefs. But this is about energy, really. About energy. God is energy. I mean, Nikola Tesla said that uh, the great inventor of the early uh, 20th century said that what one person calls God, another calls the laws of physics. Mm -hmm. and I don't, and I, and believe I, I believe in God. I, mean, I don't believe God's an erotic white guy sitting on a throne smiting people. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, Gandhi said it best. What religion is God? Yes. You know, religions are man-made creations to try to interpret this vast energy, this vast knowledge, this source of universal love and and in religions that's okay that's okay as long as they're used for peace love understanding healing resolution and not to justify anger bigotry hatred or violence and and that that's one of the things that that i i try to impress upon people so that that is all part of the raft technique i love that Right. So recognize, accept, feel, and trust everyone. Recognize, accept, don't go to your thinking brain, right? Feel and trust. Thank you so much, Mark. This has been so helpful. Um, you probably saved my daughter's life. <laughs> Seriously. And that's well, no joke. You know, um, like she's gonna, she's great, getting right? a rude awakening today. <laughs> But yeah, no, she'll listen. She's a good kid. Um, and thank you. I, I think it shows the value of mediumship. Right. It's not just if, if somebody has passed, these messages can be very helpful in your life. Um, so I, I hope that everybody goes and gets your book again. It's the afterlife frequency. And I know you're at the afterlifefrequency.com, correct? Right. My website, uh, afterlifefrequency.com. And even if you go to the afterlifefrequency.com, it will still take you. It will still pill up. Okay. <laughs> and I invite uh, to sign up for my newsletter. You can find out about booking readings with me. I've got a number of events coming up, so you can go to my calendar of events. And uh, Sherrianna and I, 
Um, we both write for Best Holistic Life magazine. Oh, actually, I don't. I'm I'm I, not I, writing I, for I, them. I yeah, okay. I did. Uh, I did. I I did. I my. Well, you I, have. We have. I so, have. Yes, but I know yeah. you are. Yes, I. Yeah. I'm just writing for my own blog now, which is yeah. But but yes, well, I did. I will sign up for Sherrianna's blog too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as as um, spiritual teachers, yes. we have to get the word out, and and what yes. our word is is positivity. I mean, you know, I, I like watching the news because you know I want to go know what's going on in the world. But uh, you know, people say we live in such terrible times, and it's like, yeah, yeah. and exactly when has humanity been the Republic of Kumbaya? It certainly <laughs> wasn't during the Roman Empire, the medieval era. It wasn't yeah. during the Dark Ages. It wasn't during World War One or Two or the Cold War. So when exactly was was Earth Paradise? But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be aware of what's going on. Just don't get sure. caught up in the negativity of it. So. Exactly. Know know your tolerance levels, right? I like to be aware as well, but I also have I'm aware of my limits and my tolerance levels, and um, find something fun to watch. There's a lot of fun things out there. Right. Music, dancing. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, thank you so much, Mark. And thank you, listeners. Listen, I'm coming right back and we're taking. Uh, well, actually, no, we don't have any more breaks. So this is it, folks. Remember that your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. So appreciate you and hope that you start to um, take some of these into consideration and really develop yourself, not just as a human being, because I know we're all focused on that, right? How can I improve? What can I do better? How can I make more money? You know, how how can I have a better relationship? Blah, blah, blah. And, and that, that's great. And that's important. But just consider for a moment that as you develop spiritually, it could actually help all of that, right? I know it has helped me immensely in my life. Mark's shaking his head. Um, it's going to make me a better parent today. Look at that. So, all right, take care everyone until next time. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more.